There we go. Recording? Recording. If you can hear our dogs snoring, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just what he does. Hello everyone, welcome to this special mini-episode. I'm your host, Al Sodano. Now, this episode is going to be a bit different than what we normally do. If you follow our Facebook or Tumblr page, you might have noticed that I wasn't really posting anything since the end of May till early mid-June. To be honest, it's because I really wasn't in the mood. Uh, We had a bit of disruption, I guess you could say, in our house recently. On May 25th, our dog Doyle passed away. Yes, this mini-episode is about our dog passing away. It's helping me process what happened. Now I know some of you will get it, and I really appreciate that. I also know some of you won't. You're looking at the phone or whatever else you use to listen to podcasts with a look of confusion on your face. A dog? That's what this is about? So, if you have that look on your face now, It's okay. If you're not getting it, I understand. Don't worry about it. I just want you to know right now, there will be no comic discussions in this mini-episode at all. I'm not even going to talk about feedback. So if you want, you can stop listening right now. Just wait for the next regular episode. It's cool. Okay. For those of you who are still here, thank you. So a little background. My wife and I adopted Doyle back in October of 2011. It was just a few months after we moved in together. He was this little white puffball, obsessed with food, and had the sweetest nature. He's been us with since then, moving out of that apartment, moving out of New Jersey to Florida, getting our house. Our family has been the three of us. Until that last weekend in May... My wife was away on a business trip. She got back on Saturday morning, but Friday night, Doyle had a seizure. Had to take him to the emergency vet. Seemed okay, but they weren't sure because they couldn't really see what it was, you know, with the limited test they could do then of what it was causing it. We were hoping if he didn't have another one right away, he'd be okay. But Saturday, early Saturday afternoon, he had another one, and we took him to his vet, and they watched him for a while, but he... While Friday night he seemed to somewhat bounce back, but he still was having issues that night. And Saturday, he didn't really bounce back. And the vet honestly wasn't really hopeful of his chances. Even if we wanted to do tests and see, she didn't honestly think he was going to make it. 
and then it started to go bad and get worse right in front of us. And unfortunately, we had to make that decision. In fact, when we made that decision, we're calling the vet in, he started having a reaction. Well, not reaction, but I don't know what you want to call it, attack. Her first instinct was, oh my god, we have to do this anyway. It just was nothing else to be done. I mean, he wasn't the old... He wasn't a young puppy. The estimate when we got him was maybe six or seven, maybe, at the youngest, but most likely a little older. So he's probably closer to 16 to 18, so he wasn't young. Most likely it was just, he was old and it was his time. We just didn't want it to be that day. But it was. Now, this wasn't the first medical issue Doyle had. The puppy had problems from the moment we got him. He had arthritis and bad legs. He had trouble running, and he couldn't go upstairs. He didn't even know how to play with toys. We had to work with him and teach him how to do that. He had double-slipping patellas, which basically is like loose kneecaps, more or less. Um, in fact, he had to have surgery on one of them, and also he had to have surgery because he broke a tendon or snapped a tendon in his leg and had to have surgery, and we had to help him use his leg again. At this point in his life, he was going partially blind and deaf. The fact that he made it this long is pretty impressive. But still, this was our life, the three of us, and now he's gone and I'm trying to process still. And I'm hoping this will help me get it out. Because in my time of podcasting, he's made some noise. We've had interactions because of him on the, on Mike. Stuff that was cut from the episodes because it wasn't pertinent. But I have them. So they're going to be played here throughout the episode. But the first thing we're going to have is a clip of me talking with Paul from Geek Pod and the Fight podcasts. Because this was not the first time we had a deal with Doyle dying. Now, I do want to apologize for some of the audio issues in this clip. Unfortunately, there were some technical issues when it was originally recorded. I've cleaned it up as best as possible. It's not the greatest, but it's only going to be for a few minutes anyway. Okay? Roll clip. All right, I'm going to pull the curtain back for you. I really have nothing against Grant Morrison. It, it was just this, this weird gag that started because Hugh has this irrational hatred of the man and everything he does. So, And, and somehow we just kept dropping it into every episode. And, uh, I mean, now we've lost it. I think it's been six months since we even brought him up. So I uh, thank you for reminding me of that because now I have to find a way to shoehorn it back in just to drive him crazy. <laughs> because he did you ever see the documentary they did on him no yeah I know you can find it on YouTube it's pretty interesting I mean if you don't care about his writing it's it's some crazy stuff like his life is not that far away from like some of the stuff he writes like you can see why he writes that stuff because it's like the old adage write what you know gotcha I'm gonna have to check that out he introduced a thing in there called sigils 
where like you'll write a sentence like it's like putting it out to the universe. You write a sense of what you want to happen, but you have to be very specific. So you have to really pare it down to what you want. And then it's like I have to I have it down there somewhere, but I think it's like you remove all the vowels, and then you take and then you remove all the extra consonants, so you just have like several letters, and then you put them together to form like a pattern or a symbol, and then you start chipping away and changing and moving around things a bit until you basically have like a little symbol for what it is you want to happen, and then you're supposed to really concentrate on it. To try and make it happen. Now, I can't say whether it's true or not, but I think I told you about the whole dog dying and coming back to life, right? No. Oh, yeah. My dog. You saw the, the Christmas card, the dog in there? Yes. So we moved down to Florida, and the plan was it was last July, 2015. 16, no, yeah, 2000, sorry, 2015 it was. That's right. And the plan was we drove down with the dog, me and my wife. And she was going to stay with her parents because she was actually able to swing it where they were. her job was going to let her – she's an executive administrator – let her try it remotely, doing it from home. Cool. And the plan was I was going to stay with my parents back in Jersey, so I flew back up, and I was going to work for a couple of months. And the plan was whatever she made, we are going to put towards getting rid of some debt and also the house. And what I was making was going to cover our whatever bills we actually had right now to deal with. Dog got sick, like, within a week of being after I left. He got what the vet called, like, a boil or something in his lungs. or bo- I forget what they're called exactly. Basically, it's, like, holes in his lungs. And the downside was, until they opened him up, they actually couldn't tell how many there were. Like, if it was just one or maybe two, they could kind of clip a little bit of his lung off and where that is, and he'd be fine. If it's riddled, he needs some lungs. Well, yeah. We eventually decided to go through the surgery. They rushed him to the you know doggy hospital, did the surgery, and we did tell him like, look, if, you, if something happens, you can revive him, do it, but don't go crazy trying to revive him. Like he's if it's his time, we don't want to cause him too much trauma. They called right. us because he he passed away, his heart stopped. Aww. And she called me. Oh, I was at work up in Jersey, so I was taking it stoically like a man, which meant I was crying. Right, as, as one does. And I hear her, yeah, and I hear also her mom's talking, and she's like, Mom, what? What? What do you mean? And then she said, I'll call you back. Turned out, after they stopped trying and talked or called her and made arrangements with her about, like, oh, we'll cremate him and we'll give you the little thing with the little paw prints and put him in and all things like that, his heart started again. He was not ready to go. Okay. He started on his own. Wow. The best part, the funniest part, now, now it's the funniest part, was they asked her if they, they still wanted them to do surgery. And me, I'm thinking now, and it's like, not to sound crass, because, you know, I wanted him to live, but like, if they t- asked that to me, my first thought was, well, do I get a discount, or do you not charge me if he doesn't live? Oh, you're going right. to charge me either the same amount either way. Then I would prefer the live dog option as opposed to the dead dog option. Right. If I'm paying the same, give me the live puppy. Yes. Like, what kind of stupid question is that? But, and I, we had done sigils for him. I can't say whether that did it or not. That's really cool, though. But, you know. I, I'm going to try that. 
And he, you saw that Christmas card. We only took that, took that picture like a week before we sent them out. That's so a he's alive. Yeah. That's awesome. Is, that's Doyle? Yeah. There we go. See, I remember some stuff, Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know Laura likes him. She saw his picture. She loved him. Oh, yeah. Yes, Laura's a huge animal lover. Well, as long as he doesn't bother the cats, I guess that's all accounts, really. He doesn't. I think they bother him more, probably. <laughs> well, that's the cat way, usually. Oh, you like us? That's fine. Oh, wait, you don't like cats? Let's hang out with you. Yeah, they love to come sit on him when he's trying to do other things. Oh, see, I'm all about that. I'm fine. Bring the kitties on. Mm-hmm. Same. I love to be just surrounded by cats and just to have cats all over the place. Unfortunately, I'm married to somebody who's extremely allergic. Oh, that's a nightmare. <laughs> Being happily married is a nightmare. Just kidding. No, I know. <laughs> well, luckily, when it, luckily no. when it comes to that, I go, I'm sorry, go on. Oh, I was just saying no cats. That's like, that would be really rough for me, I think. Yeah, because I grew up with them. But yep. luckily, I go both ways when it comes to pets. So I am perfectly happy with the puppy. Oh, good. Uh, puppy. Yeah, he's around here somewhere chasing a ball, trying to figure out where my wife is because she's away in Jersey for the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she must be around here somewhere. Yeah, it's like, no, 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 Mommy won't be home till next Saturday. <laughs> work trip. Oh, puppies. They don't understand work trips. No, and since she works from home normally, mm-hmm. it screws his whole head because she's always home with him. Yep. That's yeah. what happens to me. I I work from home as well, so <laughs> yeah. every time I leave, uh, I feel like I'm doing something really like traumatizing to my cats. They probably just forget about me like two days later or something, but... Yeah. So have, you, have you all heard the meme that explains why Garfield really hates Mondays? Is it the one where it's like, because he does it, he misses John. <laughs> like right, because like, cats don't know what weekdays are, but after oh. having hit his human for two full days, John leaves in the morning and doesn't really oh. explain why Garfield hates getting out of bed and just wants lasagna brought to him for breakfast. <laughs> but, you know, it's sweet to think about. Until you remember that Garfield actually is kind of a the best kind of garbage human. Yeah, I was like, that's why he misses him, is because he doesn't have anybody to bring him lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Odie's too dumb to do it. He'll just bring empty tray. Odie's like Groot in the second Guardians movie. Oh, my gosh. You know, bringing yeah. all kinds of random things. <laughs> What do you do when your world falls apart in the span of a single sentence? What does that do to a person, to an entire family? Join me, Paul Showens, for The Fight, a monthly audio diary in podcast form designed to tell the story of a special little girl embroiled in a struggle against an incurable disease. Told from my perspective, this ongoing narrative is a raw and painfully real look into the worst moments of a family's life. That's it. What? What? What do you want, young man? You've had your walk. You had dinner. You got belly rubs. What do you need? What do you need? Try it again.
Hey! Alright, what I'm going to play next is a recent mini-episode by Chris from Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill, with his permission, of course. When we get to the closing in just a little bit, I'll explain why I'm playing this, as well as the one promo I have played in this episode, which is for the Fight Podcast. Okay, here's Chris. Hi everybody, this is Chris. Uh, I uh, come to you today with a update. Um, I, I know that uh, some folks know, I just don't know quite how widespread the news is, but... Uh, this past uh, Monday night, Tuesday morning, um, Reggie suffered a uh, aortic dissection. Um, he was flown into hospital where he uh, met with emergency surgery, uh, which he pulled through. Um, I really haven't spoken about uh, this since, uh, just out of respect for uh, the family's privacy. Um, but I have been in uh, regular contact uh, with his wife. Uh, she's been giving me updates on his uh, condition. And uh, she gave me the okay to uh, share this with uh, the listeners. So that's uh, what I'm doing right now. Um, before uh, going on, I, I just want to express uh, just... Uh, my uh, deepest sympathies with the family for what they're going through right now um, and also uh, thank Reggie's wife Lizzie for uh, just being the absolute picture of hope and strength throughout these past few days and uh, for uh, fulfilling me and for giving me the updates here that I uh, can share with, uh, with you now, uh, I have received updates, as mentioned, and uh, uh, some have been good, some have been not so good, but uh, I guess the purpose of, uh, of this update is uh, uh, just I want you all to keep him in your thoughts uh, if you're of the praying persuasion, um, I'm sure all prayers would be appreciated as well. Um, uh, before I uh, close out, um, uh, I just want to go back to uh, the first time I had uh, I had run into uh, Reggie. Um, that was during a Reggie's Recklessness segment on uh, the Weird Science Show. Um, I still remember where I was when I heard it. I was uh, waiting for a Christmas party to end. Uh, my wife had gone to a Christmas party, and I was picking her up. And it ran late, and I was uh, in the car listening to uh, to an episode, and and uh, the recklessness state, uh, segment started. And it was just so tonally different from the rest of the program that it uh, couldn't help but to stand out. Uh, you know, first... You know, Reggie's wonderful voice, you know, it's it sticks with you. And uh, I didn't know that just a few months later that uh, he and I would be partners on uh, 
on this whole cosmic treadmill thing. And, uh, this, uh, partnership, friendship, relationship has, uh, changed my life for the better and has changed my life ever since. And, uh, means uh, a whole lot to me um, now if you uh, if you want to send Reggie any well wishes uh, you can do so at the weird comics history at gmail account I will make sure that he and his family get all of them uh, also all the social media avenues are open so uh, I, I will do whatever I can to make sure that his family knows that he's uh, on your mind. Um, I think that's all I can do right now. Uh, thank you for listening. Since I edited this episode together, Chris has put up another update about Reggie's condition, and this is a positive one. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes for it. I recommend when you're done listening to this episode... Go click on that link and listen to that. All right. Hold on one second. All right, buddy, I'll let you out. This way. Yep, no, this way. All right. I'm in the office with the door shut. The dog was sleeping in here, but then he woke up and decided, I want out. <laughs> so I he's pretty to good, though. He's out. quiet. Yeah, yeah, he sleeps. Well, he sleeps most of the day. He's old. He's like 13 or 12. That's so he's an old man. Yeah. He's an old man. He's like, I'm just going to sleep. <laughs> this is my life now. Yeah. Anyway, back to Hulk. So. Oh, hold on a second. Sorry about that. There was scratching at the door. I thought nope. the dog was trying to get in, but he was just laying against no, the door, no letting worries. me know he was there. I open yeah, the door exactly. and he's laying on his back and stares at me confused, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you want them around? They don't care. You want to do something else? Pay attention. I'm bored. I'm lonely. Exactly. Love me. Exactly. But you know that now. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, okay, so back to yeah, well, Changeling, that's it, with his weird monsters. And so we're at the end. I'd like to thank you for indulging me in this little exercise of, I guess, closure. I appreciate it. Now, earlier, I played a promo for the show The Fight, and also that update from Chris and Reggie's Cosmic Treadmill. And I told you then I would explain now why I'm putting those on this episode. I've had people give condolences and everything about Doyle, and, you know, I appreciate that. But there are people in this podcasting community that act, that have that have things going on that are still ongoing. And they really could use your support. I know Paul at times has had some shirts and other things for sale for, to help from, you know, raise money for Madison. 
I don't know if they're going to they're going to do anything like that for Reggie. But at the very least, they could use your well wishes, positive vibes, good thoughts, what prayers, whatever it is that you are inclined to do. I just thought it'd be nice to make sure people are aware of them. Okay, that's it for this time. Links for those shows, of course, will be in the notes if you're interested. Again, thank you for indulging me. And we'll be back next time with our regularly scheduled podcast. And goodbye, little buddy. Gonna miss you. Hold on a sec. What? Oh, already? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. Okay. Come on. Oh, yeah. Now, Kim's just walking Doyle. Hi, Kim. Joey says hi. Hi, Joey. She's going to walk the blind monkey. He's blind? He's mostly blind. Oh. He's blind in one eye and losing sight in the other. Oh, well. He can smell. Mm, somewhat. All right, so Turk... Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended, or happening, or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle. Both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at pizzaloveproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page. Stop that. Doyle, stop licking your paws. Yes, you. Don't look at me like that. There you go. Good boy. Thank you. <sighs> hey, what'd I just say? I'm right here. I'm still watching you. Yeah, I'm paying attention still. I'm not ignoring you. You can't do whatever the hell you want. No, oh, 